This is CliffCentral.com. Youth Leadership Platform. Here's a powerful thing. I mean, it's got a lot of firepower. If you can figure out a way to wrestle that fear, to push you from behind rather than stand in front of you, that's very powerful. I have agreed. Multiplying leadership, moving society the millennial way. You don't want to end up going after goals and dreams and neglect yourself. Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Tao. take control. Take control of your city. This is the instrument of your liberation. See, old friend, I brought more soldiers than you did. Identify yourself to the world. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Youth Leadership Platform um, with your host, Bongani Dao. Follow the conversation on at Simply Bongani, YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram, and the Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook. Again, this this is another exciting and exciting episode. <laughs> um, we 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 are tapping into, I guess, a minefield that's uh, really tapped into. We are speaking about a conversation and a narrative that's often spoken about out of context. And I realized this more when I read um, this this powerful piece that that I'm, I'm about to give you a glimpse of. So on, on, on WordPress, I was sent uh, a link to... An article that was written by Ntlantla Simpiwe. And what, what the question that she posed, which is a very powerful and important um, question, she, she, she speaks about what is black excellence? So let me take you through a journey of what N- the mind of Ntlantla has been wondering about in relation to this. Because our topic today is about black excellence or black excellence-ish. Because we're about to define a way what that means or what it should mean and shouldn't mean. Or just explore, um, you know, the topic and the narrative in a, in a way that hasn't been explored before. So it goes as follows. So I graduated the other day, which is the 24th of April. I had been looking forward to this day for weeks. It was different this time. I wanted it to be different from all the other graduations. I knew exactly what I wanted and how I wanted it. The dress I wore, I fell in love with it at first sight. I knew it was that one, that the one and bought it immediately. I knew I wanted to treat myself and celebrate myself. I wanted to bask in all the glory of it. I was going to remember hearing my name being called, remembering the face of the vice chancellor and the registrar. Most importantly, I was going to remember the walk, guys. <laughs> After all, I had worked damn hard for this qualification. I enjoyed too much, so I was going to celebrate this achievement because the moment represented more than just a pass that I had passed in life. I passed a challenge that was set before me. I conquered. I was going to be in the moment and take it all in. And when the moment arrived, I did exactly that, took it all in. So the title of this post is, What is Black Excellence? I ask this question because I genuinely want to know. I'm a 29-year-old black female with four qualifications. That's who I'm sitting across from, guys. (laughs) I posted a picture of my graduation with my fist up in the air and I captioned it, hashtag I am black excellence. Because... I looked at it and 
feel and believe that I am black excellence. However, I admit that after posing or posting the picture with that specific caption, I was left with a bittersweet feeling and somewhat prideful as though I was indirectly saying that anyone without a qualification isn't black excellence. I didn't feel good. And the thought that another black child may look at the picture and feel bad about themselves made me feel even worse. It reminded me of a post I had seen on social media about a 23-year-old graduating with her doctorate. It was really beautiful to see. I liked the post. However, long after I had seen the post, I asked myself, if I wanted still to be defined as black excellence, if I graduated with my doctorate at 30-something, I wonder if me not working for a big corporate company meant that I wasn't black excellence. I wondered if not having achieved all the dreams made me a mediocre black. I don't run my own business. Or if I don't run my own business. I'm in the last year of my 20s and have yet to travel the world. I don't interact with successful people in quotation marks. <laughs> this description sounds pretty mediocre to me. To top it all off, wait for it. I don't I don't own an apartment in a secure estate in Midran, she laughs. Although there's that joke about Midran people not having no furniture. <laughs> um, it would seem, though, that black excellence types find themselves in those areas. I looked up the definition of black excellence and found it in the Urban Dictionary. Thankfully, this isn't an, um, for academic purposes, and I won't be penalized for using this source. <laughs> she says jokingly. The definition is as follows. Someone that is black and portrays great qualities and abilities that make the black community proud. So sitting across from me is this wonderful, majestic, achieved... Um, and well accomplished, black, proud, and powerful woman. That is Ntlantla Simpiwa. Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform. That is such a nice introduction. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. So take us, take us through the moment of conception when you reflected on this and what then inspired you to go and write such a very important and powerful piece that you know it had me jumping off my seat I'm like i had to have a conversation with this woman <laughs> <laughs> um well maybe i should tell you the history sure. but i really um i haven't been blogging for long this is actually my first official um post or article on on wordpress sure so i'm i'm just overwhelmed with this sort of reaction or response to it sure but I was uh, challenged by a new friend to start writing. And I think because maybe he saw something in me. And I think in the very first post where I introduced myself to people, I mentioned what fears I have and uh, the fact that I don't even trust my own writing. Mm -hmm. And um, so this is new for me. And I didn't know that I could write something that would make people want to introspect and want to have a conversation. Sure. And I think um, the achievement was that you, I want to... To say or to write things that are thought provoking. Sure. Um, I wanted to 
you know, to write things that I know are, are honest and a true reflection of what I feel and think. Okay. Um, and so this one, I had been wondering about it for the longest time, but obviously I didn't have a platform where I could have this conversation with anyone about it. And so when I was challenged, I was like, okay, what should I write about? I prayed and whatnot. And um, this one really, really, like I felt the conviction really strongly. And I decided to ask, what is black excellence? And and I asked this because on social media, man, we all, I mean, it's graduation season, right? Sure, sure. And all you see is graduations, people happy, hashtag I'm black excellence or whatever. Hashtag you won't get this at ShopRite. <laughs> I feel it's very appalling for, for, for someone to say such a thing. Yes. You know what I mean? So, um, so th- such things, you know, and I have friends in my life who haven't um, attained qualifications and are working hard at, 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 at attaining them and they feel very small mm. uh, because I guess we've also made them feel small mm. for not having a qualification as though to say because you don't have a qualification, you don't run your own business because um, I mean the ones that don't have qualifications, they have they're, their own businesses, businesses and yeah. then they go and say oh, uh, I don't need guys, a qualification, yeah, you, can't, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean So it's that back and forth <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so for me I look at my friends, I look at myself as well and um, I mean, I also want to attain a lot of things, sure. you know. Uh, I, I don't think I'm necessarily the definition of, of black excellence, but I wanted to, I wanted to ask my fellow black people, what is it? Why do we say certain people are excellence and others aren't? Not, and yeah. why are we waiting for people to, to, to graduate for them to come and show us their nice, um, big houses, uh, their, businesses why are we waiting for those moments to say you are black excellence mm. what about the process of getting you to um to, uh, to achieve that goal sure you know what i mean so um i i just felt because i don't know in the, in the in the article as well i speak about a friend i make reference to a specific friend of mine sure um and you know when i think of her i'm inspired by her and she doesn't have a qualification mm. she only went to she's a year older than me so she's already 30 okay and she only started studying last year for her qualification you know but i think she's black excellence mm. you know without a qualification or what we have defined I don't know if it's social media or just how that's how we are mm-hmm. in general. And therefore, social media is just reflecting that, you know, what we think. Therefore, we go and we show it. Mm. So um, she's black excellence to me. A lot of my friends are black excellence to me, but I feel they are not celebrated enough. You know, they're not made. I mean, you switch on the TV. You don't see people talking about you. You know, we, we, we have all these people who are not going to tell you about the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to tell you after the struggle that yes, I um, struggled, I struggled, I but they're not telling this. you the specifics of sure, it. Sure. You know, it's just, I struggled. It wasn't easy, but here I'm running my own business. You should also run your own business. Why are you sitting at home and not doing anything when people are really trying to do their best? Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, I think you would also know that, I mean, like as a young black person in South Africa or in the world generally, it is not easy for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. you know? So I just felt I can't be black excellence if my achievements will, will make another person feel small about themselves. Sure. You know? So I just, I, I don't know. I just wanted that because I really don't know what black <laughs> excellence means. You know, sure. I just know what I've seen mm-hmm. uh, or what it's been portrayed to mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted somebody to maybe sort of break it down for me sure. to say, this is what black excellence is. So I'm going to, Backtrack a bit And and we're going to go back to foundations Because what we are hearing now And what we 
I'm seeing now is is a finished product of years and years of teaching from a woman that's sitting directly across from me behind you who is your mother who yes. came to support you. Yes. So let's talk a bit about your childhood and growing up with this kind of supportive mother. Um she was very supportive. Sure. She's like my my biggest um cheerleader and she pushes me um to be Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. But um she 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 She's my superwoman. Sure. You know, um, she, she's a teacher. So definitely, you know, she would instill those, those, uh, sort of principles of, of wanting to study further and whatnot. Sure. But, um, I don't know. She says I've always been smart. So I don't know. Uh, I started school very early. Um, I think How old I, were you? I was five years old sure. in 1994. And um, she's always done her best to make sure that I get the best education, you know, that she could afford. Sure. And 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 um, yeah. I mean, I went to I went to boarding school when I was ten years old. I was in grade six, so that was pretty young. But she she trusted uh, her gut. She trusted her instinct because she wanted me to get a good education. And I guess we've defined good education as going to model C, model C, and yeah. having a, a white twanging, teacher. You come back home. <laughs> yeah. So so, but she she's worked very hard. She's worked very hard. Um, and she made a lot of sacrifices mm. to 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 get me to to be where I am today. And I always say, like, because people when they see you now, you know, speaking Finish. with a twang, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, looking nice, they assume that it's always been like that. Sure. But I'm not gonna lie and say that I had a terrible childhood. I had a good childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, in the east. Yeah, in the east. Yeah. I was born there. And Vesela is sunrise. The name of the place is called Sunrise. Vignum Koo Koo. But I have like pretty pictures standing in front of our, of Mkukwa Sekaya. And so that's where we started. That's where my parents started. And, sure. you know, it's sort of, now we, in the burbs, I guess you would consider that. Mm-hmm. But it also comes with its own challenges. Sure. You know, so my childhood was good. I was a quiet child, very into myself, um, introverted. And I guess growing up or getting older has pushed me to, to have conversations with people like zone. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think, um, I mean, I'm not going to leave out my dad because he was part of the equation for a long time. Sure. And uh, so him... And my mother, they, they did what they could as far as that foundation was laid. I mean, um, I'm in the sciences. I studied science. Sure. Um, because they pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you must do biology and math yeah. and science, you know? And I, I did that. And, um, I guess I proved that maybe I was smart to be sure. a scientist. Sure. Of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had a, I had a good childhood. I was very quiet. Um, my mom was strict. Like any black mother, <laughs> she will whoop your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she, 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 I think she, she, she did a good job, even if I must say so myself. Yes. Um. But yeah, she's toot, a toot. <laughs> she's a great inspiration. Sure. She, she studied as well. You know, she furthered her studies, and she's also, you know, aiming to study further now. Mm-hmm. So education, um, she's always pushed for it. But I think the the greatest, um. 
pioneer, actually, the real pioneer is my grandmother. Okay. Her mother. Okay. Who doesn't have a formal education. Sure. Or, I think Ukunega Sapi. Hmm. Great too. And she's always pushed her to, to study. study. And, you know, In turn, pushed me. Which is, now everything is just escalating and yeah, escalating. Yeah. So it comes from, I think it comes from my grandmother who, who has always valued education. You know, she's always saying, Funzaini, Funzaini. You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, she, she. So when I achieve, she achieves and my grandmother achieves. achieves. Yeah. A, a bit of YLP trivia. What does your childhood smell like? So think of a dominant scent that, you know, was very, Present in in your childhood was it? You, could have been your mom's scent, food, whatever the case was. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> Macheo. Oh okay, the homemade ones. Okay, my great grandmother used to make them. Okay, so that's <laughs> <laughs> not these ones that you buy. No, sure, like sure. The, the real, you know, with that ferment and whatnot. Okay, yeah, really nice. So, so, so you come in and it smells like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what does it sound like? What does it sound like? Mm. Um, one memory just, that just came now was playing in the rain. Um, okay. Yeah, like, you know, playing in the rain, like when it would. Mpumalanga um, is is nice. Well, it was nice back then. Yeah. Um, so when it would rain, we'd go play outside. With <laughs> our tops off and just you know play in the rain with other kids. So that's. That's the sound. Basically, titties. Of course, of course. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> that's that's the that's the one that that comes to mind vividly. And what does it taste like? What does it taste like? Yeah. I don't know. What something that you like? ate a lot. Something that your mom. Oh, think about your favorite dish. Popcorn cheese. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my point is I love beans. Okay. The, the, the kidney beans, the brown ones. Yeah. Yeah. With bones. Sure. Yes. So now fast tracking now, you are leaving high school, you were going to university. Mm-hmm. So obviously you, you pick Pretoria because I guess it's closest to where you are residing at that particular point in time. It was very complicated. It didn't just Does happen. Take like, us through that. Um, I wanted to study psychology. Okay. Why psychology? Because uh, I've always been fascinated with, 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 I've always, I've always felt like I can help people. Okay. You know, I, I've always felt like I want to be able to listen to people and to talk to people sure. and understand people. So I want to understand if you do something wrong, I want to understand you, you mm. know, and I want to get to, to the person that know. at the core of yeah, that, like, what's, what's going on? Yeah, what's, yeah. Why, why are you a rapist? Like what happened? Tell me what went through your sure. mind type thing. Or mm. if you, you know, if you don't, I don't know. Like I've, I've just always wanted. Like I used to watch Doctor Phil mm. religiously. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, before he even had his own show, and he used to be on Oprah. Sure. So I was like, you know, I'd always watch. So I wanted to study psychology, mm-hmm. but then we didn't agree with my parents because they wanted me to be a medical doctor. Okay. Right, and they gave me him these still sob stories about how they didn't have opportunities and I did mm. math and science. <laughs> Reverse you know, psychology. How dare you want how to do psychology? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how poetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why you want to do psychology? Do you ever seen black people go to psychologists? Sure. In sure. Your life. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. wrong with you? How are you yeah. gonna make money? So, um, so 
then that's how I found myself. And then I applied a DJ. I remember I applied a DJ for psychology and biochemistry because I felt like it was a good compromise. Okay. I still get to do what I want to do. Sure. And then I'll do the sciences as well because I did the math and science. Sure. And then I think I was accepted. I think I was accepted. But then it wasn't enough. Someone, one of my parents heard from someone that, no, Medunza, Medunza, they are playing, go to Medunza. We went to Medunza, Medunza said, no, we fool. Because uh, it was like the last week of January before okay. they, before classes could actually start. start. Okay. Yeah. And then we then went to Medunza, they said, it's full. And then they're like, no, but UP, UP is still open. You can go, go there. there. We went to UP and at UP they said, no, we're also very full, but there's an extended program. BSC that's still open to take uh, students and they put you there if you want to do medicine but you are not so that first year or six months um, gives you time to sort of figure yourself out and see if you will pass and then apply for medicine and, and yeah so that's how I ended up at, at UP. So what, what, what was your first um, course of study? I did biological sciences, okay. extended program, and I did it for the longest time because, <laughs> because I couldn't figure out. I mean, I did apply for medicine, but I really wasn't into it. So I was happy when they didn't accept me. Mm. Uh, but I still. <laughs> <laughs> but <it's> Confessions. <laughs> your mom has her eyes open in her mouth. <laughs> yes, I was very happy that it didn't accept me because I didn't see myself like. I'm cutting people up I, And I don't like doctors oh, okay. Generally Okay Yeah Why is that? Because I feel like so I feel like I don't want someone Guessing what's wrong with me Okay I don't want us to guess What is wrong with me I want us to like, And also when I come For a consultation When I have questions I don't want you to Not want to answer my questions mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. I don't want you to say Oh yeah I know Um let me feel here, okay, I think this is what's, what's wrong with you. But can you tell me what might have caused that? Like, have that conversation with me. Okay. Try to get So to in understand. depth. So yeah. for them, they're just rushing yeah, into I feel like giving you a diagnosis. Yeah. Get out of my face. And go get like, medicine. Yeah. And I feel like, but this is my life. Can we try explaining to me what's, what's, what's happening here? Okay. So I don't like that some doctors, I'm not going to say all because there are good ones, but I don't like that some doctors... Um, are very dismiss- dismissive of their patients. Okay. And I think one 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 experience that actually made she's going to be shocked by this, that made me not like doctors, um, uh, is because my mom had a miscarriage because of a doctor, huh. right? And I felt like it was it was negligent mm. of them to not pay more attention, you know, and actually do what they were supposed to do. Mm. And because obviously we don't know that doctors have certain responsibilities or obligations um, to their patients, mm. you know, um, we don't, you, you don't, you then don't do anything about it. So for me, I've n- never really liked, I've never really liked doctors. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you finish your first degree. You've, you've been through so much already. Because of obviously what happens in university, the workload and everything. And then you're like, right, but mom, I'm going back for another one. Why would you do that to yourself? My plan okay. was always, I uh, always decided, uh, um, even when I was still in high school, I wanted to do my honors. I thought that I'd ended my honors, mm-hmm. you know, so I knew that I wanted to do the basic um, undergraduate degree, but then want to do my honors. You know, I didn't know I'd go further than that, but that was the plan, you know. And when I was then supposed to do my honors, 
then there was no money and it was complicated. But eventually then I was able to, to do my honors. To do your honors. Yeah, so I was very happy about that because I didn't want to... I didn't want, I, and also I didn't figure myself out yet. You know, mm. I felt like I wasn't ready as well okay. to go out and work. And it just felt... Um, is it immature or premature for me? Sure. I felt it would have been premature to just go out and work. And I, I don't know. Um, I know I always wanted to to do my honors. So even if I'd done my psychology, I, I felt... You, you yeah, I even calculated, take, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, went, I was 17 yeah. when I did my first year. So I was like 17, 18, 19, okay, fine. You finish 20, you know, you do your honors, 21, you start working. Sure. Obviously, it didn't work out that way. That way, yeah. Yeah, because I only got my... Qualification, my first one at 21. Oh, okay. And then honors at 22. But that was the plan, though. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Three degrees later, same industry? Yeah. What, what are some highlights that you have from this journey, two, to be precise, that you feel have made you wiser and stronger as a woman? As a woman, yeah. Um, this journey has really tested my faith. Okay. It has tested my faith. It has tested my patience. Okay. Um, with myself and with God. Mm. Uh, it took me away from God and back to Him. Interesting. You know, because uh, especially I think my 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 last year of 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 studying. My, my basic qualification. That was a very difficult year. Um, like home wise, things were not great and whatnot. And it was the first year where I didn't, um, where I didn't fail a module. Yeah. Cause all the, you know, you always fail that one module. Sure. And carry it over. Yeah. But it was the, f- the first time that I didn't fail a single module. And so I was like, but, but God, you're good. You know what I mean? Like you, even though all this emotional turmoil is happening, um, where I guess a lot of people would have gone astray and, you know, maybe given up or whatever or failed even. Sure. And I would have been justified in not doing well at school because of what was going on. And yet I managed to pass all of my, my, my modules and I got the, um, I got the, the average mark I wanted. I didn't aim very hard. Like I wanted a 60, at least a 60. Sure. Um, and I got, I got that, you know? So it, it, it showed me who God is. He showed me his love. And through it, I also got to see what true friends will do for you. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, they prayed for me. You know, they prayed with me. They were, they were there. But, um, it, I know with my friend, my, my masters, there I gave up. I gave up for like six months and then I'd go, I'd go back to it again. Um, and I guess it's that thing. I'll go back to this black excellence sure, thing sure. where you, you, or maybe just personally how you define success and, mm. and how you define failures mm-hmm. and whatnot. So for me, I was like, but I'm 25 and I'm still, and that, that was not part of the plan. Sure. You know, the plan was by this age, I must be done with You're this. You're working, you yeah, have you know, every, I have everything that I want. Material thing. Yeah. 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 A 25 so, what you have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, I gave up because things were not going 
no, I wasn't failing <laughs> because I was doing research. Mm-hmm. And so it was taking long because you need people to do this with you or for you and whatnot. So it was, it was, it was taking too long and I felt like I'm, I'm stuck, mm. you know, and you're looking around, you're like, but people that I went to, to varsity with are succeeding. They're excelling, you know, they're living life and they're able to do things for themselves, for their families. And here I am and I'm, I'm unable to provide for myself or sure. to help out at home. So, um, I, I, I learned that I, I actually have more faith in God than, uh, than, than I think I do. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually a little more patient. Okay. <laughs> than, than I was, you know, and, uh, I'm also learning that maybe I actually may be smart and intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Black excellence. Um, let's get a bit into the nitty gritties of just the term and, and, how and why it was coined are you are you familiar with how it was coined so let me ask the question this way then do you think it is a term that fosters a bit of oppression in as far as its definition is concerned because it only caters for a certain group of people and it's very subjective i think we've made it cater for a certain Type of group or person we've made it as black people, we have gone and 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 decided that black black excellence is going to be defined by this. Yeah, you know. So I'm gonna look at an example. Let's think of Tibor Taj. Okay, right. That that is going to be our definition of black excellence. Mm. You know, we are not looking at Ndutugo from wherever <laughs> in sure, life. Sure. You know, that's that's. That's, that's setting goals for himself every single day to say that, okay, if I can get maybe, maybe they're still in high school, mm. you know, and maybe they're not the smartest and brightest in the class and yet they go to class every single day. They're sure. not giving up. They're not saying, oh, yes, I'm not in the top 10. Some are even failing those grades, maybe yeah. repeating them. But they wake up every single morning and they, they take a bath. Make a conscious decision that I'm going to class and I'm going to mm. try again. Mm. For me, that is also black excellence. Mm. Those kids should be celebrated. Mm. Right? Mm. We should be saying to them that continue. We are proud of you. The fact that you are continuing to make what would seem as sacrifices. Sure. Right? Mm. So I, we, we, without the help of a white man, We've taken um, our black excellence and measured it up against white excellence. Ah. And, and and that's the problem. That if you don't drive a car, you cannot be excellent. If you don't live in Santon, you, you, how are you excellent? Mm. And mm. that is why I guess as well, when we grew up in the townships and we start making it in life and are arriving at our destination, <laughs> we then move to the burbs and then say, I've arrived. Oh, yes. You know? So we've made these certain things. Our Mater- arrival spot. Like material. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I've arrived, I'm here. But then that cannot be it, you know? And, and we, we, we don't take into account our, the effects of obviously our media, our immediate past, yeah. where we start off in life, the, the cards we have been dealt mm-hmm. as black people and yeah. the society that we live in. You know, it's, it's shocking how I got the opportunity to, to interview the the MD and partner of Goldman Sachs, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Coleman, and and he was he was talking about pulling statistics of how the black majority um, 
like a large majority of them, so not even half of them are part of the key players within the economy. So they are everywhere else except at the table where the actual decisions are, are being made. And so obviously speaking to the sentiments of what they were trying to start and how it, is, it was going to help people from previously disadvantaged backgrounds. But back to you with, in, in, in terms of, so with yourself as a person sitting down and thinking about the concept, are you black excellence? And what does that mean? Um, when we break down the two words, sure, right? If you're going to look up black, we know what black is. Mm-hmm. And we look up excellence and, sure. and define what excellence is, mm-hmm. right? You'll come up against, um, what? The words are not coming, but basically is you, is you've done absolutely well. Like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, but a friend, Sent me a voice note yesterday after reading the article. Sure. And he said to me, he found a definition about excellence that said it's rising above. Mm. Right. So for me, I've risen above a lot. When I look at my, my grandmother and, and where she started and I mm. look at where my mother, where she took over from my grandmother and I look at where I am. Where today, you are. Yeah. We have risen sure. above a lot. Sure. I have risen above a lot, you know? Um, so I am excellent, yes. Sure. Based on the fact that I have risen and I continue to rise, mm. right? I continue to rise up above what has been set before me to say that you cannot achieve this and I'm able to achieve those things, mm. right? But they're not without struggle. They're not without um, patience and, and, and wanting to give up and whatnot. But, and yet I am still hopeful. I wake up and I'm hopeful to say that I will try again, right? Um, when I say, when I spoke about, I said, I had plans to say 17, 18, 19, I finished. It took me five years to get my, my, my basic qualification, right? That, that's a stretch. But I, I got it mm. in the end. And I, I shouldn't be celebrated for getting here. All these other years where I was struggling and yet hopeful, those make me black excellence. In fact, they you form a above. big part of my story because I rose above. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. So it's, it's, it's rising above. It's continuing to try. It's it's doing your absolute best with what you have, you know, and and how you can. Mm. So, um, I mean, my I go back to my friend, guys. It's seventeen years old. Seventeen years old. She had to worry about getting money to pay for her school fees so she could get a matric certificate. Sure. Right. And that that isn't fair. Right. Yes. Life is not fair. It's never been fair. It will never be fair. Yeah. And yet she did that. You know, she didn't say, oh, I'm giving up. I'm going to go and do this and that in order to, you know, so that life can be easy for me. She went and she looked for a job at 17 years old. She paid off her school fees. She still couldn't go and further her studies. Right. She had to pay for her little sister's um, high school fees. That's not fair. Sure. And she did it. Mm. For me, she is more excellence than... Any 17 year old at that time who just went from matrix straight to varsity, mm. right? Because she, I know at some point she didn't want to see her. She didn't want to see us, mm. you know, her friends who were studying for, cause that's what she wanted. And one time, um, I said to her, but you are, I'm, I'm inspired by, by you. you. I don't think I would have been able to do that. Sure. 
You know, I don't think she thought she would be able to do that until she was faced with us and she saw how much strength she has and how selfless she is, Mm. you know. So she has risen above. She continued to rise above. I continue to rise above. You continue. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. It's rising above. Tell me this. Let's, 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 Let's talk a bit about black and then excellence. What is it about, now I'm asking metaphorically and asking a black person regardless of gender. What is it about black that makes them not crack? <laughs> because you, rising above is the order of the day as a black person. We can all comfortably establish that as a foundation base because of where black people have started off, you know, their footing and what they've been given, the resources and everything. So what is it about black that makes them not crack? Oh wow! For now, I'm, I'm for an individual. I'm, I'm asking for an individual. Um, don't, so don't be pressured to answer this question for for everyone. Just for yourself. What makes black not crack? For me, yes. I think I'll go back to my ancestors. Okay. Right. Um, I think. Yeah. I think they they were not cracking, right? They sure. didn't crack. Sure. And how can I crack when they didn't? Mm. Mm. So for me, it's it's foundation. Mm. Foundation is important. Knowing who you are and where you come from. Sure. I guess that's where I'm getting with that whole ancestral situation. Sure. <laughs> but, but knowing who you are and where you come from. I think if you look at your history, and it doesn't really have to be my direct family. Sure. You know, I can look at other black people that have passed on and seen their struggle and what they fought against and how they didn't crack. And, mm. and continue to be stirred in what they believed in. Mm. Um, I think for me that, that, that makes us not crack. Mm. I think, in fact, can I just tell you quickly? Sure. I am Winnie Mandela, right? I was about to say something, um, yeah, to, to that. It, it, when the, the, I think a week after the, the funeral and everything, right? A friend said to me, you guys love Winnie Mandela so much and yet, uh, you're only, you know, raving over her. During now. the whole pr- process of mm-hmm. you know the funeral, she passed it. Sure. But now that she's gone, what then about her legacy? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I I then tried to then you know sort of like tap into that spirit of I am Winnie Mandela because I also had a picture up with my fist and the Duke and whatnot. Sure, sure. And I I looked at it for a couple of days when I was facing my fears. You know, even with the writing, I was like, okay, I won't tell you, but um, <laughs> 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 but even with with um. With even with the blog writing my first article, I kept saying, "But I am Winnie Mandela." Yeah, you know she fought so, and she endured so much, mm. and yet, you know she she didn't wobble. Yeah, she didn't give in. She, she wasn't moved. Yeah, she wasn't moved. She, she knew exactly firm. what she stood for. Sure. So if people like her, if people like my mother, you know, stand for something, and why why can't I stand for something? Mm. You know, why shouldn't why should I want to give up so easily? You know, when when there are Challenges sure. or, or hurdles put before me, you know? Mm. So I can't be cracking when I have that. Wow. Excellence. So I will talk about excellence um, from a point of um, getting a degree. You, your opening statement in the blog, you, you speak about obviously passing in a challenge that was, you know, placed in front of you and, and conquering and, and seeing it through to the end. 
What do you think is the role of a degree? Is it to show us how smart a person is? Validate their intelligence. Now I'm just throwing things, different random things at you to validate their, 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 their intelligence, which is linked to the first one. Or just to satisfy, certify, uh, I beg your pardon, their competence in a particular industry. So I'm asking this question. It's a loaded question because my follow up question to that is, do people need degrees to be valued and to be seen as smart or in intellectual equals with people that have taken probably their studies to like PhD? Um, Did you catch the first part? What did you say again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very long question. <laughs> so degree, um, does it certify your competence in a particular industry? Um, or validate your intelligence or tell us that, oh, this person actually is intelligent? No. Okay. For me, a degree has, has helped me know how to think. Okay. It has helped me know how in, to think. In, in what sense? In what um, sense? So if you if you say this water is colorless, yeah. I won't just accept it. Oh, okay. You know, I now won't. that you've gone into yeah, it like, more intricately. Yeah. So okay. for me it it stretches you to think bigger and farther than you would have. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Sure. Some people they don't need degrees to help them. They're naturally like that. Oh, okay. And I think that's when we need to to understand as well that there are people that really don't need Ubuntu can read as many books as they want and they'll be able to understand that's why you get geniuses. Sure. Right? And some of us are not. Some of us need to go to school. Mm. You need to be taught. Okay. You need to be told. Go to a lecture room take down these notes, study and whatnot. So for me it has taught me how to think. And um I think this was made aware to me by the fact that much as I studied science, right, and I probably would be in academia in some university being a lecturer or doing research in a lab and whatnot, writing journal articles, but that's not where I ended up. Mm. I ended up working for a regulatory body, mm-hmm. doing legislative work, doing secretariat work. Sure. And um, totally, totally different from, from what I, I was uh, I studied, I studied biology, human physiology, you know what I mean? Mm. Chemistry, biochemistry Mm. and whatnot. Mm. And yet I'm able to do the job that I've been, you know, I was, I was, I went for an interview. They even asked me why you're here because you, you, you did science and this has nothing to do with science, but because I can analyze, I gain certain skills that allow me to be placed anywhere. You could place me in a boardroom with your (laughs) economy, but economists Mm -hmm. and I'd be able to have a conversation with them because I've been taught to be able to think and to ask the right questions sure. and, and whatnot. So for me, I'm not validated by it. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. I'm not defined by, by it. it. Okay. You know, I am not my degree or qualifications. Sure. I know who I am outside of those things, mm. you know. Mm. And actually, even writing the article was, was hard for me because I, I don't like to to like feel like... You know, oh, you studied so much. Oh my God, look at you. <laughs> I don't, and she knows as well. Sure, you sure. know, because I feel like I don't want those things to ever define me, mm. you know, or, or for people to look at me and see that girl with this qualification, you know. I want people to see that girl as being that girl, mm. you know, and, and, and simple as that. Like have a conversation with me and then judge me 
after you've had a conversation with me, not to just say, oh, your title is doctor, therefore, you know, you must be smart. I may be the dumbest person on earth because we do have dumb people with degrees. Sure. Some buy them, some just regurgitate, sure. you know, and don't know how to use <laughs> whatever skills or didn't gain any They're skills. the application of it. So yeah. theoretically they are inclined, but yeah. application, it's like, exactly. It's a whole Do you get what I'm world, saying? Yeah. And that's why then you have the argument between people that did go to varsity and those that didn't that say, but look at her. She's dumb. She <laughs> 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 because, sure. Because it's, it's not necessarily that if you get a qualification, you are automatically smart. I think you worked hard. You do work hard. You, yeah. I'm not even going to downplay that. Sure. We, we work damn hard, guys. We, we to, to. don't sleep. We <laughs> cry. You know, we do all sorts of things. Sure. And, and when we get them, we should achieve that. I mean, we should, be, we should celebrate that. Oh, yes. And it's okay for oh, you yes. to say, oh, wow, good for you. Because you, you worked hard and this is what you wanted for your life. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah. So a 17-year-old in Atlanta sitting somewhere listening to the podcast and... Now she's gotten a, a bit of a heightened understanding of black excellence and she's navigating her way around defining it for herself, right? What is your parting message to her? It's in the process. Okay. Uh, finding your treasure. I'm reading a nice book, The Alchemist, right? Oh, Paolo and, Coelho. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's while searching for your treasure, you know, you will gain so much. And when you, you'll realize that when you find the treasure, that actually you've, um, you've always had it. Mm. You know, it's just a matter of the experiences gained, the difficulties you're going through, um, the laughs, you know, cause we do have light moments in between. Mm. All that is, is building your character. All that is building you for that final destination where you get to really see your, your, your treasure mm. or your gold, whatever it is that you insert, that you're searching for. Sure. So, um, so for me, if I told that I would go through difficulties and it's okay, hmm. you know, it doesn't make me less of a person. It doesn't make me less smart, hmm. you know, but it, it's, 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 it, it's helping me. It's grooming me, you know? Um, so if, if, if you have to walk to school barefoot, it's okay. Sure. It's part of your story. Sure. You know, and when you now own your Louis Vuittons, then you, you will you will treasure them so much more because you know what it means what it to means. walk barefoot. Sure. So it's it's in the process, it's in the journey. Like it's happiness is a journey. Mm-hmm. This life is a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about finding your purpose, and you won't wake up and know what your purpose is in life or what your calling is in life. Mm-hmm. You have to go through certain things in your life, and then you'll be like, oh, actually, maybe, you know, you'll feel it, you'll mm. know it. Mm. The, the the universe aligns itself. God. You know, will will always be there. That still small voice will always speak to you. So it's a matter of listening to that still small voice. It's sure. a matter of surrounding yourself with people that push you and encourage you and motivate you. You know. Wow. So, yeah. So the ultimate treasure is yourself, and unwrapping the gift that God has given the world in you comes through the process. Yes. So. Enjoy the process. Understand yourself. Enjoy the journey towards understanding who you are because that will ultimately impact the world in manifesting those gifts that are locked within you that come only through understanding who you are. Thank you so much for coming to the Youth Leadership Platform. You are such an inspiration. 
I know a couple of girls that um, I had conversations with around uh, your article that uh, would love to, to, to have conversations with you. And I think with some of the people that will be able to listen to the podcast will learn a thing or two Aww. from you. And you. I think you, you just need to go and, and, and keep trailblazing this new heightened understanding of, of, of black excellence for everyone else that hasn't seen what we've seen to see, enjoy and draw inspiration from to go through their own process. It is the youth leadership platform on Facebook, YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram and at simply Bongani across all social media. Tell us what it's working, what's not working, download the podcast, share with your friends, tell us who you want on the show next or what kind of conversations and topics really you want to hear next on the youth leadership platform from our team and from Tlantla Simpiwe. What, what are your social media handles, by the way? At Simpiwe. Okay. On Twitter, at Simpiwe. On Instagram and Tlantla Simpiwe Mtembu on Facebook. Awesome. From the youth leadership platform team, see you on the next podcast. This is cliffcentral.com.